All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Meta A podcast. I have a few new guests, uh, never been on this podcast before, um, but great members of the KOF community and uh, all around um, lovers of Streets of Rage 4, which is what uh, the game that we're going to be reviewing today. And today we have uh, Desmond KOF. What up, Desmond? How's it going? And we have Rome himself. Yo, what's up, world? What's going on, everybody? All right, man. So, gentlemen, um, I've been playing this game, and I've been seeing the comments on Twitter and online in general. And um, the main reason why I decided to bring you guys onto this is because I feel like you guys have a genuine connection to the legacy of Streets of Rage. And, um, yeah, it's uh, honestly, I really just want a perspective for from people that have um, a really good understanding of the legacy and are willing to dip into the game and try to figure it out as best as they can uh, from that standpoint. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, overall, like, if you guys could give me, like, a really quick impression of, like, the first things that come to mind with uh, Streets of Rage 4, um, how do you guys feel about the game? You, go, uh, uh, you could go first, Rome. We'll oh, sure. Guys. So um, I think overall, just like in overall, like looking at the game, I think it's it's satisfying. Mm -hmm. um, it's not perfect, right? Every game has its issues, but I think they really nailed it home, especially what, 27 years later? I think uh, if yeah. you're like a big fan of the franchise, you'll be satisfied with the game. Uh -huh. um, I mean, it's it's gorgeous, right? <laughs> like, look at the game, dude. It's it's amazing. Uh, you know, it looks visually it's stunning. The music yeah. is very good um the stage uh like the, the the differences in the stages like they're very diverse like the designs the stage feel the same right yeah, yeah, yeah um i mean it's just great i think it's a good game a lot of fun and i think like uh even if you're not a fan of the series i think it's a good game to start off with like if you start playing streets of rage start with four and then kind of work your way back yeah i could i could that yeah i could definitely see that um how about you desmond i think it's a great game Mm -hmm. It's a valiant effort by uh, the team or teams of developers. Mm -hmm. um, even if like it's not the same team as before, you right. know, I, I think they did a very good job at keeping like the feel and the vibe and the S F like the essence of uh, Shoot Your Age yeah. pretty much without like pandering too hard to nostalgia and bringing in some like new ideas, fresh ideas to the table. Yeah. Well, um, I do I do kind of feel like because it is a new team. Yeah. And they're using, you know, um, uh, it's licensed to them, you know, now, you know, Sega let them like use the license so they can use it freely. Mm -hmm. it, it it does kind of feel like, um, you know, like like how there's like a movie sequel. Right. And then like it has a totally mm -hmm. different production team and totally different like actors and stuff like like Home yeah. Alone 3, Home Alone 4 and like the kickboxer. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what. That's what this game feels like, ah, okay. but a little bit better in a sense. But ah. overall, I I think it's a it's a great game, man. It's um, it's beautiful. I love the graphics, and I do believe there's a a lot um of things they can work with, man, to make it better. So, well, would you say that it's uh, it's a strong new take on the series? It is. It, yeah, it definitely is. Yep, I agree. Okay. Well, see, I think 
seeing as we're talking about a new take, um, the developers of this game are, were Lizard Cube, Guard Crush, and I believe .mu. Uh, the only mm. thing that I know about .mu is is that they publish games, right? Mm. I don't know about them on the development side or if they had anything to do with that, but I do know that Guard Crush and Lizard Cube were the primary developers of the game. Um, I don't know if you guys played uh, Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap before this. I know of it, but I haven't played it yet, but I do know of that game. So I think it's important to mention that game because this is kind of the start of this uh, relationship with Sega. Because um, that game was originally released by Sega. Uh, I don't know the date, but it's like old as fuck. Uh, but Lizard Cube decided to remake that game. And what they did was they provided brand new art and uh, reinterpretation of the old music, right? And it's a beautiful game. Like the same way that Streets of Rage 4 is gorgeous. Uh, that's part of the reason why I started playing Wonderful. I never played it before, so I had no idea. And it's kind of similar situation for me this time where the only Streets of Rage I've really played, like a lot, a lot, was the original. And um, like I played two. I don't know if you guys remember when like Sears or Target or whatever used to have demos. Oh, you- yeah. I used to play. Nah, that's the, I don't remember that. <laughs> it's a ways back. But they used to have demos you could play for like, I don't know, was it like three minutes and then they'd cut you off? Um, but yeah, that's what I remember playing Streets of Rage 2 on. Um, but anyways, uh, these guys remade uh, Wonder Boy and it was really successful. And from that, they were able to segue into uh, working with Guard Crush and .mu to make uh, Streets of Rage 4. But um. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. You know, I'll give my quick impressions about it. It's uh, I was really looking forward to the game because I heard about who's working on it. I was a big fan of the release of Wonder Boy and the art style. And I was like, dude, this is something that I've wanted for such a long time. Like a serious retake of an old classic franchise with like new artwork. Right. And mm-hmm. I couldn't think of a better team to work on this at least visually, than Lizard Cube. Because um, it is just a gorgeous, gorgeous game. And there's a lot of love and uh, care put into, like, the animations and stuff and uh, the level designs and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was really great. All right. So since we're talking a little bit about the history, I really think we should establish, like, where we come from in knowing this game. I kind of talked a little bit about myself. But um, Desmond, I'll let you go first. Uh, what is your first experience with Streets of Rage, the series? I remember renting it back in 95 from Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And I remember going through the aisles. And you remember how, like, you know, when you, you know, you see all the games on all the shelves and then they'll have, like, the cover. And then on the back will be, like, the box meaning that it's like available oh like the case yeah the case yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yep and they put the cartridge in there Mm -hmm. i remember uh at first i was initially looking for like street fighter 2 like super street fighter 2 yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm in the s section and i'm looking i'm like okay street fighter street fighter and i see it but the box or the case to get it wasn't there so i'm like oh somebody got it already the fucking struggle bro of renting yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I was oh, like very distraught. I was like, man. So I look to the left and I see Streets of Rage. I'm like, hmm, it has Streets in it. 
and I look at the back, uh-huh. and I'm like, hmm, this looks kind of interesting. I never heard of it. And yeah. Streets of Rage 3, where's 2, where's 1? And it's the only one that's there. So I was still feeling kind of distraught, and my sister was with me, too. She was in the other aisles looking for movies. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get this. And she was like, what happened to Street Fighter? Were you looking for Street Fighter? It's like, it wasn't here. Mm-hmm. I got this. She was like, okay. And I remember uh, taking it home, putting it in the Genesis, yeah. and um, playing it for like a good ten minutes. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm, I'm, you know, beating up other people. It's, uh-huh. I, I think I might need, you know, a partner to play with or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, graphics were nice. The thing is, is that back then, like when I played games, I didn't really have like a, a big, um, I would say, critical thought of them at first i was like oh my god it's 10 out of 10 i was like you know this game is cool you know it's like the more time you put into it the more it grows on you you well dude back then that's how you experienced most games there wasn't Mm -hmm. like a source that you could look at. i mean there were magazines but Mm -hmm. even back then i didn't have access to most of those magazines or even knew they existed so i approached games the same way where it was like i don't know i'll just figure it out on my own and i'll just play like there's nothing more than that Exactly. And and plus, you didn't have like the reviews and stuff to kind of influence your thought of the game before yeah. you played it, you know, so it was just a, a, a raw reaction. So I remember rinsing it for the weekend. I'm like, yo, this is actually a, a pretty fun game. And mm-hmm. I, I remember bringing it back the third day because I think it was just like two day rental. Oh, and I was shit. Like, you know what? I'm, I might want to play this game again. And um, I remember a few months after that. Yeah, I. um went to a supermarket and they had a rental section there. Okay. And what? it was very short lived. And I remember <laughs> looking for Street Your Age 3, but they had Street Your Age 2. And I'm like, whoa, Street Your Age 2. Okay. I finally <laughs> found the second one. Yeah. And I look on the back of it and I'm like, all right, mm, it's pretty cool. Uh-huh. And it was available. So I ended up, you know, taking it home. And the first thing I thought was like, whoa, this game is kind of slow. I can't run. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, um, I remember just playing it throughout the five days, you know, because uh-huh. that's um, supermarket lets you rent out for five days. I'm like, yo, this is a this is a pretty neat game. And then, you know, after that, we acquired the game. I forgot we didn't buy it initially. I think mm-hmm. a friend gave it to us, and you know, me and my nephew used to play it all the time at his house, my house. And Street Race Three was a little hard to find for us. It was a little more expensive. I remember finding it at a game store for like twenty five bucks. Yeah. Um, but we played a lot of two. Um, Street Rage One. A friend had it on uh, the Genesis six pack cartridge. Oh, like, I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah everybody had it on that cartridge. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like Sonic One and Altered Beast. Yeah, and, like, Flicky. I think mm-hmm. no, no. I don't think Flicky was on there, but some some other little struggle games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I remember playing it. I'm like, oh. I think two and three is a little better than this. I think this is a good game, but uh-huh. I, you know, two and three is uh, is definitely a, a an improvement <laughs> over one. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, but throughout the years, man, I've always like just you know played a little bit of two and three. You know, with like you know family and friends. So it's a very like personal game that you know I played uh, with family and friends, and and you know we always reminisce about it. So. Street Your Rage is, is, again, it's a very, like, kind of a personal kind of series for me. And, yeah, that's that's my overall history on uh, Street Your Rage. That's, that's interesting that you say that, that it's a very personal uh, experience. Because that's what I get a lot um, 
when I see the comments on Twitter, on YouTube, is how much it meant to people. Kind of in a similar way, funny thing, you bring it up in the same breath, uh, like Street Fighter, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of people had that same experience with Street Fighter where it wasn't like an overly critical situation where you just broke the game and, you know, you figured all this shit out and all that yeah. stuff. It was more of like an experience that you had with your friends, your family. And it just had, you had a sense that, especially after the fact, that it was culturally significant. You mm-hmm. know? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of also feel that when it comes to those games you mentioned, especially Future Age. Yeah. That game is kind of one of the first like games that a lot of people kind of like really get into when mm-hmm. it comes to if you were mm-hmm. you know a sega genesis player you know you had you know sonic and stuff and yeah you know and, and all the other kind of like uh big titles right, shoot right. your age especially shoot your age too that's definitely like a lot of people's first like gaming experiences to let them know like yo i i, I love video games as a whole it, it made people kind of fall in love with video games and then also you can like play it like with a friend and there's mm-hmm. teamwork and stuff like that and even after you beat the game you know you feel so like like you accomplished something you know and then you could do, do it again <laughs> yeah let's, let's so. keep that thought in mind because that's definitely something i want to talk about later about the mm-hmm. gameplay because I, I definitely do think the game achieves that as well um but rome how about you man i want to know your experience with the game and how you came oh, to the series you you are. <laughs> Love at first sight, guys. Nah, um, my my earliest gaming memory, dude, is like, mm-hmm. I think when I was like, I had to be like maybe two years old, two or three years old, mm-hmm. and uh, my aunt. It was the, the morning of my aunt's wedding, and I just have this this memory of my mother scolding my brother and my my dad because they they were playing Streets of Rage two on hard <laughs> mode instead oh, of getting dressed. Wow! wow oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that's how far that game goes back for me. Like, it, it's probably the first game that I've ever played. It's, it's definitely the first game I remember playing. But, yeah. you know, when you're too young, certain memories, you don't really, you, you can't remember too, you know, clean or whatever. I mean, it's still fuzzy for me, man. And, and like, I was, yeah. like, eight or something when those games were coming out. And especially the later ones, I was older. But it's still fuzzy for me, bro. <laughs> I can imagine yeah. for you being three. You know? Yeah, I was, uh, I was born in 91. So this is probably, like... 93 or so i can't really remember i know it was really young but mm-hmm. as early as it gets for gaming for me it was streets of rage 2 was like it it was, mm-hmm. it was the first game i've ever completed like by myself oh that's crazy uh it was the first game where i noticed like music that like gaming music was good because you know uh even i guess today this is kind of another topic but even for today i feel like people don't really appreciate gaming music like that and and streets yeah. of rage music is like as you you know you guys know that is yeah. like some of the best but anyways uh like yeah it's it was like a lot of first for me in terms of like the first game i completed the first game i remember playing um first game where i really like fell in love with like a series as a whole Mm -hmm. and i basically it's been like a part of my life like i've been playing that game forever at least three times a year i'll complete streets of rage 2 it's just like a something i just do every year right i mean there might be even more times where i play it it's just there's definitely like two or three times where like all right i'm gonna make sure i sit down and like play this game if i don't do anything else right yeah and um it's just like it's you know talk about personal like how desmond was saying like that's just how i view the game like i I, as soon as i think of the game i immediately start smiling like it just everything comes back to me childhood playing you know the music like it's just like such a game that 
I loved it so much. And then um, initially I didn't have, I only had two. I never had mm -hmm. one and I didn't have three. And I remember trying three. Oh, what? It was, I don't know if you guys remember when, uh, sometime in like the mid 2000s where like uh, when PSP was out and like, you know, everybody was just like hacking their PSP. Yeah, like, yeah, nobody yeah. bought PSP games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I remember, um, I think my brother had a hacked P PSP and he had a bunch of like Genesis games. And then I didn't really get to try one and three until then. And then like those games I loved. And I was like, oh man, like these are just as good, you know? Yeah. Like two is still my my personal favorite, but I'm like one and three are like, you know, fun games. You Just like Desmond said, you can tell like the difference between one and two is like, it's really astronomical. Mm -hmm. Like the, the size and sprites and everything, the fluidity, you know, as expected, it's a sequel. But I ended up liking those two. And I really liked three a lot as well. And I was like, man, this whole series, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm upset I missed out on this as a kid because I only got to play two, but, you know, I'm happy it was two. And it's just like, you know, so those games just like, man, like, like I said, earliest gaming memories, like, yeah, or just earliest memories of, of me. Like, I feel like, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure I still would have ended up playing video games because I did have a SNES and, you know, I was big into Mario and Mega Man and Street Fighter, mm -hmm. but I feel like Streets of Rage 2 was what really started Rome out as like a gamer uh do you guys have like a different appreciation for this because there's there's an aspect of this that is very uh since it's stuck in an era like the older games is stuck from a different era of like how a lot of these games became almost mythical to you especially as a child right where it's like mm -hmm. The stories you guys just told where it's like, oh, I, I couldn't find the first version. So I got the second one, but I never played it till years later. And then I was going back and forth as time went on. Um, that's that's the things, the nostalgia to me that it brings me back to a moment in time so vividly, you know, of like, bro, I can remember um, my pops got us a Sega Genesis from a yard sale. <laughs> um in like 97 96 i had played streets of rage before but like i said it was only on like demos and stuff at uh the uh, like sears or target or kmart or whatever they used to have these stands where you could play uh, the sega genesis and uh it would have a limited time demo type situation and that's what i remember playing it and i love streets of rage but it was i i am pretty sure it was streets of rage 2 though that uh i first initially played but Anyways, my pops, he had got a Sega Genesis from uh, Yarta or something like that. And I had already off the bat, I was satisfied because I got Super Street Fighter 2, right? And I was like, I don't need anything else. <laughs> that's that's what I fucking wanted. I had never seen it available anywhere. I remember seeing it in like a commercial. And I was like, well, this is a game I'm never going to fucking have. So whatever. But then, you know, my pops came through and he got me that. And then it had the original Streets of Rage. Um, mm. that game, man, it's like, it brings back so many memories. Cause I used to play with my brother a lot video games, right? We'd play beat em ups all the damn time. It was Ninja Turtles, played Contra, Battletoads, all this shit. We're, it was, I had a lot of cousins. We'd always play all this stuff together. And I could vividly remember, um, we would have a bag of Doritos and we'd be <laughs> playing on the controls and the controllers all got so goddamn sticky. <laughs> from from playing this game so much and, and it takes me back immediately bro to the smell of like the doritos and and everything 
It's um yeah yeah that that's crazy you mentioned that man because like back then like playing video games it was more than just playing the video game yeah you know, it was just spending time with your family and friends and you know and, and experiencing all that yeah the, the little minor stuff that contributed to it and the the struggle and and the um, kind of like blood sweat and tears of of you know yeah eventually playing a game or, or trying to acquire the game yeah. you know that 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 kind of lends it to the game itself because like whenever you play it you think of all those memories yeah it takes you back to that old atmosphere mm-hmm. yeah dude it's it's it th- this is basically these stories that we're talking about is basically why i think it's so important to bring this up because these are stories that we hear on twitter on youtube as well and why people have such strong feelings about this game that came out and like sega has made some legendary games with amazing music but for some reason for me it hit a perfect point because i grew up with my pops introducing me to a lot of martial arts films and a lot of action films, right? So I made an immediate connection with the artwork, you know, cause the, the artwork looks like characters from those movies, you know, where it's like, they look, look like they got ripped from the movies. Um, <laughs> and it just had that vibe down so well, man, to the music, to the, the art, um, just, I don't know, man. It, I, I had yet to play a beat 'em up that really, you know, like you have fun playing Ninja Turtles, it's Ninja Turtles, and like you know, Battletoads, games like that, right? Sure, but, yeah. But it's yeah. like a transcendent moment to where, like, how you, I believe you said this, Rome, where it's like, okay, now I'm gaming, like now I'm into games, games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is a new thing. This isn't a franchise that existed before. Like you feel like you found gold because you probably never talked about this game with anybody else until you actually touched it, you know, which makes the experience so important and hard to forget. And it sears into your brain because back then when you found these things, it felt like treasure, right? I, you, these games, I would find it like a swap meet or whatever. Cause I never bought anything at a store like directly from the store i always got to use it rented it like that's mostly the way that i acquired games but yeah man like i i i could definitely relate to a lot of your guys' stories man it brings me back to um the smells the sounds uh what was going on at the time um so it's so wild in that sense right it, it even brings back the uh, the bad memories of getting beat up by older uh, older cousins and games. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was <laughs> I grew in Rome. They, they took advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I grew in Rome. I remember, um, you know, um, playing certain games and then uh, with like cousins and stuff, and you know, one of us ends up crying for whatever reason. You know, yeah. you know, getting made fun of too much. You know, uh-huh. but yeah, I <laughs> I feel you on that one. You know, it's crazy. I do have one memory from playing uh, Streets of Rage that uh, it's I'm not saying it's a bad one, but it's kind of wild looking back at it, uh, like how my parents used to look at video games because my parents weren't big fans of it. They used to let us play, but they used to think that our brains were going to rot like legit. They thought we were going to go crazy because that was a thing back then. I could relate to that. Um, My pops, this is what he did. He got a timer, right? Like these little electronic timers. And he put it on top of the TV. And this is how crazy. This is why I'll never forget this shit. He was like, you got 30 minutes. 
play whatever the fuck you want to play, play it, and that's it. Dude, first of all, I was pissed off because I was like, 30 minutes ain't shit. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm kind of fucking yeah, torturous 30 minutes. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like, well, because we know our pops didn't play. Like, he meant 30 minutes. That's all we were going to get. We we're going to get anything, anything else. So it would be a fight between me and my brother if one died. It was over. Like we trying to keep each other from not playing, <laughs> or but it. But with Streets of Rage, it was different because we could play together. You know, so like for example, like with Sonic, you only had one. Like the first Sonic, you could only play one player, right? Yeah. So so if my brother was really good, then I was fucked. I didn't get to play most of that thirty minutes or whatever. <laughs> so with Streets of Rage, it was the first time where we both got to enjoy something, and I have those memories from um that crazy time frame of like playing with my brother this goddamn clock on top of the tv that was insane mm. and I, like look at where we're at now man we fucking play video games all the goddamn time and <laughs> we review <laughs> them we stream them. it's crazy right <laughs> maybe we did rot we don't actually know um <laughs> uh, but yeah man um i really appreciate those stories and i'm sure if it comes up again uh, we could segue into that, but let's get into the nitty gritty and really start to review this game. Um, you guys said that point blank, you guys really enjoyed the game, right? Overall, very enjoyable. I have to agree. The to start this off, all I have to say is the game is fun. You know, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think I, that's a good word. Oh yeah, go ahead, Ron. My bad, Desmond. Oh, uh, I'll jump in. My bad. Uh. I was gonna say, yeah, I think fun is a is a great word to describe it as a whole, because mm-hmm. uh, it truly is. Like, um, and it's definitely one of those games where, like, the more you play, the better you get at it. So, like, in terms Absolutely. of like combo system or just understanding how enemies work, it, it that adds to making the game more fun because you're getting better at the game. So, um, that was one of the, the things I was really like when I because I got to try the game out at PAX. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah, I was so fortunate, dude, because this was right before the That's whole, you know, crazy. COVID situation. Yeah. Like, literally two weeks before. So, I went to PAX, and, um, you know, they had the game there, and I was pretty much online every second playing it. I think I've obviously played the most that weekend. Uh-huh. But that was one of the, the biggest things I wanted to make sure is when I tried the demo, I was like, all right, is it going to feel like Older Streets of Rage? Is it going to at least feel like a fun beat-em-up? And I think it got both those aspects done, like, correctly. So, like, playing the full game, um, for sure, like, just saying fun off the bat, especially with friends. Yeah. You know, trying to do, like, little combos where, like, you, you combo on an enemy and then, like, you throw them back and then your opponent, I mean, your, your teammate, like, does something and wall bounces them oh and you try to, like, God. keep it going. Like, stuff like that is, uh, I think that's really essential to the game. It flows really well, right? What's that, sorry? It has a really good flow, like, in that Yes, time. yes, for sure. Um, uh, Desmond, um, like, I want to know, like, as far as the, all the character sets that go into this or all the characters that are available in Streets of Rage 4, um, what was your favorite character to use in the game? Ooh, um, I really like using, like, just off the bat, I like Cherry. I really like Cherry. I like her movement. Especially in the air, uh-huh. like she has, uh, you know, some really cool combos. 
and setups that you can do while you're in the air and, and you can like pogo on top of their head and stuff and then follow up with, you know, uh, special and, and like any other uh, type of attacks or you just, you know, keep doing it over and over and over again. I, I think Cherry is, is definitely a character that um, I felt you know, was a really good addition to the game. Yeah. Um, she plays a lot differently than, you know, Axel uh, and or Blaze and or anyone else. Mm-hmm. She does still have some of the, I would say, um, you know, uh, reminiscent of uh, Skate a little bit mm-hmm. in like her movement and, and even just um, the way some of her moves uh, animate. Like when she gets on top of their head and she's like pounding on them, stuff like that. I think that's uh, really, really cool. But yeah, Cherry, yeah, I think she's my favorite character overall you know we were talking about uh the nostalgia a little while ago um you know where i really really get that is or the first instance that i got that while playing this game is when i got thrown into a pit like i forgot about Mm. that shit (laughs) i I forgot that you could fall into those you know until i legit got thrown or i got juggled into one um the game the game's gameplay to me is so rewarding man uh, there's just so many things that can happen that you can take advantage of uh, in the juggle system. Sometimes it's complete accident, right? Yeah. Um, that is- <laughs> yeah, like Rome, uh, you're talking about playing with friends and stuff and how you do something and then it bounce off the wall and then you, you get your shit off. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's, it's a really, really fun game. Um, uh, what do you guys think about... Um, the level design because it's something i really appreciated about this game that i didn't see coming and i was surprised at the variety and uh like the ways you could take advantage of the stages what did you guys think uh i'll let uh desmond go first i think that the level design is uh pretty good um i have kind of noticed like the uh, i would say like as far as the runtime of the whole game mm-hmm it's a bit shorter than two or three because I do feel like some of the stages are kind of a, a little bit more brief, but more direct and to the point. I definitely noticed that too. Yeah. And I, I don't think there's uh, that many um, acts in one stage. Like you remember how in like shoot your age two, there's like almost three or four like levels or acts mm-hmm. in, in one stage. I feel mm-hmm. like there's a, a bit less of that. And, and some stages have a bit more of that. Um, so, yeah, I definitely feel the game is a, is a little a little bit shorter. Um, I do um, like and appreciate how it's just not like, um, you know, like like just like left to right. Like there's like like diagonal, like, you know, up to down, like in Shoot Your Age 2 mm-hmm. and, and like the first level. Um, I do uh, kind of appreciate um, a lot of the challenges in some of the levels, like the, the level where there's like the, the freaking like poison pits all over the place yeah. and the, the puddles. That's a very challenging, you know, and, and I appreciate that. I think that's really good. Um, but overall, yeah, I, I think the level design is, is, is pretty good. I just think it's, it's just a little, um, it's more straightforward and more direct than mm-hmm. like two or three. And I kind of wish it was a, a little bit longer in that area, but thank goodness there's like different difficulties that make things a little bit more uh, challenging this time. Right, right, right. All right, how about you, Ro? 
Yeah, I was going to just to piggyback on what Desmond was saying. Um, in terms of the the length, I think mm-hmm. they didn't want some like stage gimmicks to kind of like overstay their welcome. Oh, okay. You know, so I think that's probably why they had some stages feel a bit more shorter, like the stage, the um, the train stage. You know, have the gimmick we have to jump over the the hurdle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they was like you didn't want to have a like ten minute stage of just that gimmick. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, kind of get annoying. Yeah. But uh, overall, though, the level design, I think this is the best, and I'm and I'm saying this as a nostalgic fan. I think this is the best uh, level design in, in Streets of Rage in any game. Um, all the Streets of Rage had you know cool stages that you know look cool. Um, but it was a lot of them were a lot more just linear. It was just, hey, you walk down this path, you beat up a few Donovans, a few Gausses, and <laughs> yeah. that's it, right? Boss fight. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like every stage in this game is different. You know, you have the, like you mentioned, the poison pit stage. You have the um, the elevator stage later on. You have the stage where you um, the floor is slippery, you know, and you have to oh, like, yeah, it's yeah. like ice physics. Uh, you know, you have, um, I think it's stage uh, four, with all those pits and everything, uh, when you're fighting, uh, yes, that is for yeah, yeah that stage. Like, I think that, um, like this has the best, like in terms of that, you know. And then later on, the gravity stage, like it's just so much stuff. I think, uh, these stages are very cool, and that that was shocking to me as well, because, you know, um, especially finding out that they took, uh, like, the developers they took most inspiration from Streets of Rage two, uh-huh. which is more. I say Streets of Rage two is um probably the safest game out of the original trilogy, like in terms of like balance and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I, I, I like it though. I think the level design is like I said, top notch is, and it is, um, it's definitely a rewarding thing when you start to learn, okay, like I can utilize this pit right here to like get rid of a bunch of enemies. I can utilize like, you know, uh, when the cops, like just simple things like the cops attacking the grunts, right? Like in the earlier stages. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't want to deal with all these people on me. I'll throw like, a yellow signal into like the cops and then they can beat up on him while I'm focusing on this person. Like, so I think when you really start to understand how the stages work, that's when it really like ramps in, like that kicks in, you know? Yeah, man. Um, there was a lot of surprises for me when I was playing this game. Um, just, I didn't see a lot of the transitions coming. And again, I haven't played streets of rage in fucking years. Like since, uh, the early two thousands or like the nineties when I, really really played them and I, I did play some of the like later stuff but it wasn't a lot of dedicated time so as i was playing through the game and uh i also have to mention how beautiful the stages look that i was a little taken back by um some of the stages and some of the scenes um i would have to say almost all of them were pretty ridiculous as, as far as visually goes mm-hmm. um yeah i agree like damn man um like you go into like the jail part where you're in jail and you're breaking through like that whole scenario and people are breaking out. It's, I don't know, bro. It's just this game and this series has always had a feel about it down pat. Right. Like, and I feel like they were definitely able to deliver on that in, in the visuals and the design. It's, it's very complimentary to each other as to why they work. And um, I'm a big sucker for any elevator uh, stage like that's my shit every beat em up almost has an elevator stage and yeah this, this one was fucking dope bro like you break the walls and then you could throw them off each side oh, <laughs> yeah man. and then the music that goes with it too is uh so good <sighs> oh yeah you know that's another thing too is i did appreciate that aspect about the game of how like the music would ramp up in, in certain 
parts of the game. Um, do you guys remember if that was a thing in the older Streets of Rage? No, it'll change depending on the scene, pretty much. So if you go into yeah. another scene, it'll be a different like song. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, dude, I just I have a lot of memories. Like, uh, fucking in the Chinatown stage, I kept I kept getting hit by Ichigeki because I didn't understand how it worked. <laughs> so I get fucking. Uh, demolished against the wall and uh um i don't know man like the the big the the little transitions too were really nice like for instance in the chinatown stage once you get out of the street and you get into the actual building uh things are unique again and and interesting and there's a lot of little changes throughout each level that is enough of a change to really feel like you're in a new part of something else you're experiencing you're constantly experiencing something new in the game and maybe it does hurt the overall length of the stages but it feels uh so satisfying going through all the stages yeah that's that's true i uh, i i would agree with that like the the length being the length uh, you know that the length is cut it is definitely um it, I guess they did that to take your mind away from it being cut, but it's like you have all these different transitions and it, you always feel fresh. Like I said, you always feel like you're in a different area. Mm-hmm. And then the music revving up, like even just the first stage, dude, like when you get to the section with the car, yeah, uh, the car comes and, and kills those poor fools and then yeah, the music yeah. changes up. Like it's just right there. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Like this feels good. Yeah. Yeah, and plus like all the levels have like so much detail in the backgrounds, man. Like, the details is just like crazy. Like even being in the um, you know, the commissioner's office. Yes. You know, yeah, like you yeah. can see like the trophies and the different accolades and the different posters and everything. And and even before then, when you're in the office, you see the computers and like you can see like cups on the desk and stuff. It's it's crazy, man. You, you know, just taking the time to just look at all the the, the little like artistic details. Um it's, it's just great, man. It's, it's absolutely um, great and kind of just amazing on, like, the amount of just, like, detail that they decide to put in the, the art, dude. It's, it's crazy. It's so colorful, too, right? Like, um, especially, like, the Chinatown stage. Oh, I yeah. Just, I, I just see myself looking into the background a lot through these stages. And I remember one where I think it's stage four. Where you drop down somewhere and now you're by the beach in the sand and then you see in the background like way in the distance you see like the punks and the the cops fighting yeah yeah, yeah. stage four yeah oh man dude it's so yeah. good yeah. and then that's when the, and the music on that one like oh my god dude <laughs> this is so good that old game man they really like they did an outstanding job just like mm-hmm. keeping things fresh like it, it feels like the, the thing i like to say is like it feels like a 90s game, yet it still has a fresh outlook on it. Like, they were able to capture that, you know, like, Streets of Rage, and then here's a new spin. So, like, we, we're keeping it fresh. It doesn't feel too dated, is, uh, I think, the direction with the game. Like, it, and, it, and, and it, you can see it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell that they're not trying to make a remake. It's like, yo, this is a new game, you know? And that's pretty ballsy, right? Like, Lizard Cube just came out of making a remake which is a completely different story than making a follow-up game on its own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that poses different challenges, but it's like there's a lot of responsibility for creating a new iteration to a franchise like that. 
you know, you're trying to please so many damn people. And um, at the end of the day, they were able to make their mark while not totally separating itself completely from what the series has created before it. And um, there's just there's a lot that I, I have yet to play a game that is this length that has so much re replayability. Like I finished the game and uh, I immediately wanted to do everything like t time was passing so fucking fast. I don't, is that an experience you guys felt too? That time was just rolling through with this game. <laughs> yeah. On release night, I stood up, I did like a 10 hour stream cause it didn't come out for us on the East coast until like, it's like 4am. Oh, so I'm staying up. I'm going to play this. And I played with a friend and once we, we were done, like maybe an hour and like 40 minutes in. And I was like, Oh man, that's it. Like, yeah. but, it, but it was like, all right, that's fine. That just means I'll have to play with the other, you know, 18 characters in the game. Uh -huh. And then, you know, I'll have to turn up the difficulty. So it's like, yeah. there, there, there is that, that replayability, which I love, but it was just like, I guess I wanted it to be longer, but I mean, 12 stages, I guess is like, you know, that's long enough. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, there could have been a way that they lengthened it. Um, but knowing the trials and tribulation of at least aesthetically that they had to go through to make this game. Um, I feel like in order to make it a longer, longer experience, there definitely would have been a lot of filler. You know, it would have been yeah, unavoidable. And plus, yeah, and plus mm. they would have had to sacrifice a lot of the, the detail of a lot of the stages as well. You know, to just like cram in more stages. You had to think about this too, is the other aspect of, uh, let's just say moving forward. They, they do make uh, a sequel to it or they make some type of DLC. A lot of the assets are already created as far as like uh, the artwork for the characters and the animations and stuff, which is like the main grueling process that kills so many hours in development. And um, now there's a lot more other things that can be explored, right? Like uh, new stages, um, uh, new ways to use the fighting system um new ways to lengthen the game that you already have um, there's a great base for that and uh what are the things that you guys look forward to uh with anything that has to do with the future of this game or wh what are you hopeful for um what do you got your fingers crossed for as far as like maybe new characters or, or returning characters um anything like that uh what do you think rome uh so I think going forward for for a DLC because I did hear that like uh, they're looking into a possible DLC. I know there was just like a patch they had that just fixed yeah. a few bugs and things like that on some AI situations. Um, as far as uh, like things I'm looking forward to, uh, as just for this game because I'm you know I don't want to speak on a, a possible five because you know we don't know if that could happen or who knows right. But right. in terms of just this game, I would like DLC and just for starters, the most obvious DLC is like make characters like Estelle and like the Streets of Rage 4 versions of Max and Shiva, like just make them playable. Like yeah. the, the animations are there. Max has all his moves, just, you know, make them playable. Like the, the you know, the models are there. Oh, I should say the sprites are there. Um, and, you know, Shiva is a very popular character. So uh -huh. um, definitely just like I say those three right off the jump. Yeah. If you want to make a new character, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, I would say I had Rue too. Um, Rue, I mean, I mean, he was in the stage background, but 
he was a, a hidden character in the original Streets of Rage 3. And I know he does have a fan base, so it's like, add him back, right? Um, I I would like to see more stage, like, transitions. I, even though, and, and what I mean by that is, like, you know, maybe two different paths in one stage. So here's a stage where it has, like, you can either go straight, mm-hmm. pun intended, or, or you can, there's, like, a ladder. You can climb down that ladder, and it takes you to, like, a whole other stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like they had that in uh, Final Fight 3, which mm-hmm. came out in like the 90s. So I would like to see something like that um, where you can. So, you know, it kind of keeps playthroughs a little more fresh, you know, mm-hmm. um, have a few like stage transitions. Um, really just that and the retro stages, because the retro stages were cool. But I felt like the fact that it was only four, I thought that was a little weird because I'm like, if it's 12 stages in the game, you can easily have four from each, you know, four from Streets of Rage 1, you already yeah. have four from two, and then you can have four from three. Like, just have one retro stage in each level to balance it out. I thought that would be a cool idea. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really it. And just improving on, you know, I mean, I do have some things I dislike, like, uh, uh, what is it, Gorman, you know, the big the big dudes with, the like, the fire spitting dude. I hate that they have full armor on the fire spit. I think that is so uh-huh. dumb. <laughs> so the, like, some of the stuff like that, like the armor, I think they need to, like, tone down on on some of the enemies but i mean overall i think with those fixes i think that'll be enough like just the dlc characters um some cool stage transitions i think that would be enough to keep the, the game like fresh and you know it adds more replayability because you'll have more characters you'll have different stage transitions and then you know maybe even add like a new stage maybe add like a i don't know like a, a full one of the full-on retro stages maybe like the last stage of streets of race 2 so you can fight like all the bosses and then fight like uh Mr. X again, you know, something like that. Maybe but, like a new arena stage too. Yeah, that, oh yeah, that would be cool. Um maybe even some stuff for for battle mode. I mean, I haven't played much battle mode. Uh when I did it was fun. Um hmm. but maybe, you know, add more stages there. I like retro stages to to battle mode or something, you know. But that's pretty much it um in terms of things I'm looking forward to. Uh, Desmond, I know I saw you streaming the other day, but you did have a chance to play, uh, what was it, uh, four-player, was it battle mode? What was it? What mode is that? We did, uh, four-player, just, like, stage select, and also we did a little bit of battle mode. How did that feel, playing with that many people? It felt pretty good, even Mm -hmm. though we're just using, like, remote play. We didn't have any, like complaints Mm -hmm. but at the same time you know we still kind of wish you know there was a legitimate uh, four-player mode in the game already but yeah there's definitely a lot of things um that i would kind (laughs) of wish those like uh implemented on or added you know in the um you know if they they plan to you know put in dlc or something like that especially that aspect right like just be able to do a straight up four-player mode instead of having to do it the way that you're doing it yeah, I can kind of understand why they didn't include it in the launch because maybe they attempted it and they had difficulty, um, you know, on, on a technical level with it. Maybe it was like too laggy or it was maybe like desyncing or something. But I definitely feel that they should give it another try or try to get some sort of assistance because if you put four player online in there, man, oh my gosh, so many people are going to just like. <laughs> have so much fun so many people are going to like play and, and it's going to just be just a uh-huh. party man just to play you know online with 
That's crazy. Uh, cause I've played a few beat 'em ups with four players, and some of those are not fucking fun, man. <laughs> like it's just chaos. You know? Well, in this game, it's, it's a little more controlled chaos, I would say. It can get uh-huh. pretty hectic, but it's so much fun that you could just yeah. be just mashing away and, and juggling um, a character. And, and, you know, you're just trying to your best to just, like, keep the combo up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, you know, you, you have to um, make sure that other areas, I mean, other enemies aren't, like, interrupting you and stuff and, uh-huh. and you know, watching out for power-ups. It's it's a lot of fun, man. It's it's definitely like a blast. I was gonna say I remember uh, when I was playing at PAX and we we were doing a stage where you know stage six, the Chinatown stage, and when he got up to Shiva, it was four of us playing, and we never gave him a chance to even do anything. We had we just put <laughs> him in the corner, one hundred percent. He didn't get to do any of his little like uh, star moves or like you know when he lets out a few grunts when he's like half health. He didn't get to do anything. Uh-huh. We just kept juggling him, and I was like, this could be a little crazy. I was like, if if the game is like. Because at PAX, you know, you know, a, a demo is always going to be like a little easier than the actual game because they don't right. tweak all of the, you know, AI options. So I was worried at first. I was like, man, four players fun, but I'm like, this could get a little bit too easy. You might have to turn on like friendly fire just to make it like a little more competitive. But oh yeah, that's what I was thinking initially. But I mean, they did update like the AI and everything, and uh, so. But it was just pretty funny. We were getting like a 300 hit combo, just looping Shiva in the corner. I was like, "Dag, he didn't get no chance to do anything." <laughs> yeah, it's, that's unfortunately um, part of the game that I didn't get to experience. I just pretty much played the game by myself, so you guys are my frame of reference on that aspect of the game. Um, but I have to say, it looks like just watching. It looks like fun, you know. Uh, definitely something that you could even ask again. Uh, how this game is so welcoming to all walks of life as far as people who are with the series and people who have never played it before. Uh, I feel like this game easily, can easily be adopted by people who've never played this game. Uh, it, it, there's just so many things going for it. It looks cool. The fighting system's interesting. It feels pretty intuitive once you finally get the hang of one character. And that's something that I really liked about the game is that every time I, I finished it with one character, I tried another one, and even though they were all pretty different, um, you're still able to apply the different logics, like the OTGs and stuff, and the, the bounces and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's cool, man. It, it's, it's so cool to go from playing those types of games when you're a kid, and now because you're way smarter, you're way more developed as a as a video game player, you can really take advantage of a system like this one, you know. Uh, if, yeah, you, if, you, if you could just think about back in the day when you played some of these old games and we talked about already how you had to figure out on your own, right? But now we all have so much experience that we could get more out of this game. Yeah. yeah. I think something that also benefits specifically us three mm. is that we're fighting game players. Right, and this right. game feels like a fighting game at times. You know, especially with the combo system and and using supers and mm-hmm. reversals, essentially, right? So I think that really, like, that's something that I really enjoy about it is that I can use fighting game logic. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, here's a jump in. Let me start a jump in combo. Then I get an OTG. Then I get a ground bounce. I mean, I got ground bounce. Excuse me, a wall bounce. Yeah. Um, and then I have a super move I can use to combo and keep going, right? So I think like, uh, for people like us that are fighting game enthusiasts i think it th- that really will bring you in you know and we've seen like on youtube there's been people coming up with like 
you know, these 100% combos and yeah. stuff like that, you know, uh, and in battle mode, I know some people have been playing it, like, they, they kind of want to take it serious. I mean, I, I wouldn't uh-huh. do that, <laughs> but I know some people that, like, trying to play battle mode as if it's an actual fighting game. Um, I, and- I did see that, and yeah. I thought about it when I was playing the game. I was like, damn, if you really wanted to, you could be that dude that takes this game that far, you know. But that ain't me. I ain't going to do that, <laughs> but... <laughs> I could definitely yeah. <laughs> see other people doing it. For sure. I'm uh, I'm sure if we were able to have like, you know, if we were able to go to majors and stuff, I'm I'm pretty sure there'd be someone walking around a, a major with a clipboard. Yo, sign yeah. up for Streets of Rage 4 side tournament, five dollars, you know. Trying to get people to sign up and play. That sounds like fun, man. Maybe you're yeah, on to something. I, I, think <laughs> I think it sounds fun, but at the same time, man, is that you know, a lot of those combos, like like Rome said, those like 100% combos, man. Uh-huh. People are gonna abuse those so much, so they, uh-huh. <laughs> that yeah. battle mode will have to be, uh, you know, nerfed to, to a certain degree <laughs> or something. Or I, I don't know. They, they'll probably have to do something with some of the characters to kind of tone them down because, like, man, some some of those combos combos are just like so damaging, man. And plus, like, there's some infinites too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would think. I would think that uh, this reminds me of like playing a game of basketball with your friends and three, four out of the five of you are like, okay, at basketball. Right. But then you got this one guy that can just destroy everybody. Right. And it's like, if you have a game like this, where it's like, everybody's on that level where they could all destroy things. I don't feel like it's going to be that fun, (laughs) you know? Just like you mm-hmm. said, it's just there's too much to take advantage of the game system with that many players. Or uh, or or when you're playing like versus, it's like, well, this becomes like a one touch thing. But imagine, put yourself in the shoes of the young you and how much you would have loved this aspect of the game with the little knowledge that you had of stuff like this. Like I think it, we would have enjoyed it as kids. Yeah, absolutely. I probably would I don't know, this would probably be my favorite if I played it as a kid, you know. A lot of the reason I love two is is a lot of nostalgia. I mean, I always love two over this, but I feel like this this game is so good as a you know a standalone. Even if you don't connect it to Streets of Rage, you know, if it was mm-hmm. just like a new game, new you know characters played similar, but you know different new characters, or whatever. I think this game would still be like a, I think actually it might even be better. I feel like there's some people that might hold this game down because of its connection yeah. to Streets mm-hmm. of Rage. Because I remember when like. When they first was starting to put like clips, like just the music, uh, mm. there was a lot, a lot of people in the comments. Oh, it's never gonna be as good as Streets of Rage Two music and blah. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, it's a new game. Let it have its own legacy. Like, stop. You know, yeah. that was the past, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get it. The yeah. music is good, but you know, let it let this game like thrive on its own. And I, I feel yeah. like it was hurt a little by that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta let like the younger generation kind of, you know, get they're feeling with this too you know like not everything is supposed to just be for the old nostalgic heads too there's a whole new generation of, of players and and, and fans mm-hmm. or potential fans that can really like what's in this game too so you know don't ruin it for them <laughs> you know we have an interesting um exposure to stuff like that since we play kof right which is a game that has a lot of iterations that constantly has those types of battles amongst the fan base. And I remember this, this reminds me of 
some of the conversations between like the best KOFs that exist or whatever. And um, I couldn't feel more. I could. I, I felt like the, it was such an accurate um, connection between the two because Streets of Rage Four reminds me a lot of like KOF fourteen, where it feels like it can bridge the gap very well. You know, like it could be its own standalone game. And new players like it. And it could be one of those games that wants to take people back to look at the older generations of the game. The older iterations. Um, but the big difference is obviously that fucking Streets of Rage 4 is gorgeous, right? Like, that, that That's a big, big uh, attractor to me. Um, and, and Rome, you said you were at PAX. Like, what was the general feeling of everybody that was experiencing that for the first time there? You know, because that that's a pretty big deal. Like, it's not like there was a demo out that we could have tried at the time, like locally, you know. So at PAX, overall, everyone was like, from what I've seen, everyone was loving the game. Um, I mean, there were a few people who didn't like they didn't get it. I, I remember I saw someone walk by and they're like, oh, this game looks like a knockoff Street Fighter. Like, look what? at it. And I was like, bro, what? <laughs> like. <laughs> what? crazy take but, but overall um because i i basically when i mean i lived on that line at pax dude yeah. i was at pax for three days and like one whole day i just played streets of rage like i just kept getting online uh -huh. the dot crew was like you again you know it was pretty funny um but like everyone seemed to really like like it like even there were some people who tried it for the first time and i could see they were like oh this character's cool like like cherry specifically everybody was like playing her everybody thought she was like cool and uh -huh. her moves are cool and stuff but um i think overall like even for myself i was overwhelmed because um initially I'll, I'll admit it initially when i saw the um the trailer like, when they first showed it that they were going to make a, a streets of rage 4 and they showed like the first like I think it was like one minute of like the first stage. Yeah. I wasn't too like, it looked good, but I wasn't too happy about Cause I, you know, part of me was like, Oh, make it look like the Genesis game. Then I was like, no, that's, that's dumb. That just caters to like uh -huh. you know, old school fans. You got to cater to, to everyone, new people, old school. Yeah. So, um, and, and it, and it looked kind of slow at the time. And then when I got to PAX and got to sit down and play it in front of the big screen, I was like, Oh, this is beautiful. And, and once again, it's funny cause it's kind of another, comparison to KOF 14 where I remember when they first showed that off um, <laughs> a lot of people were like you know lol yeah. right and then I heard some people were like oh but if you play in a person it it, does, it looks better than it does in the trailers right uh -huh. and then when I went to try it for the first time at CEO I was like oh wow this it does look better it's still not perfect but it does look yeah. better than what I've seen in the trailer so I feel like with Streets of Rage it was uh for that you know for me it was it was pretty cool and then yeah, just overall, everyone seemed to be enjoying it. Um, you know, I, I got to play with a bunch of people on the like the four player one, and we had fun. It was cool. It was cool playing with the people that like grew up with the series because they just jumped in and they immediately knew like what to do and like, oh, let's test out this combo and like we were doing that too, like testing out things. Like that's crazy. Once we found out that you can just kind of like you can beat on the enemies even after they're dead, you can still beat them up. We was like, oh yes, yeah, so let's just keep trying out stuff now. Hell yeah, you know, figuring out properties. So it was cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I remember I saw the trailer for the first gameplay and um, yeah, I 100% agree with the whole like taking back for a second for the aesthetics because here's the thing, it does look gorgeous, right? But it is different. Um, mm -hmm. It's different enough to where you might be like, huh, I don't know if I agree. Like you see Axel and I remember... Uh, so 
Gibby and Chris, I play a lot of games with them and whatever, right? And I mentioned to him, like, I was like, I was the only one and still am the only one that's really excited about Streets of Rage. You know, um, if they had played it, maybe I would have reviewed it with them. I have no idea. But uh, I remember Chris saying, like, nah, bro, that game don't look dope. Uh, Axel looks fat. I was like, hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to enjoy this game. It looks dope. He was like, I don't know, bro. He's got, like, it kind of looks like he's got a beard gut. He's got a beard. I don't know. You know, um, but as more was shown about the game, um, I just started falling in love with all the other characters, uh, the way that the gameplay looked. Um, initially, I did also feel that it looked old, uh, not old, uh, slow. Um, but as I played it, once I got it, because that, that never left my brain, because I never got to play it other than when it, it got released. I was like, uh, I don't know, man. This this might feel old, right? You know mm -hmm. how uh, Desmond, you were talking about how you went from, I think, three to one or three to two or something like that? Yeah, yeah, three to two. And how you couldn't dash or something? Yeah, it felt slow, man, because I was so yeah. used to just the speed of uh, three. And uh -huh. I was taken aback a little bit. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this game is in, like, slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just feels old, right? Sometimes when you jump from, like, a newer version to an older one, it can feel old, especially when it's something from a certain generation where those certain things were common. And in the future um or in present time a lot of those things got changed just simply for uh quality of life changes that people felt were more fun or whatever and i remember playing it at first i was like ah i'm kind of getting that feeling of this game's a little slow right but you know what really took off for me as far as the gameplay where i stopped feeling that way is the way enemies approach you and the whole combo system between everything where then it did make sense for it to uh movement to be that speed because of the the high saturation of characters that you're fighting and you get to constantly string from one thing to the other and then using the specials to try to uh kind of go across the screen and stuff like that um it, it it started to get that that melding feel of like old with new but then obviously you get a character like Adam that can actually dash and and you almost don't want to dash like that happened to me. <laughs> Bro, I was like, oh shit, I, I keep forgetting he has a dash. Um, but yeah, I like the game, man. It's we said in the beginning, it's fun, and that's the most important thing to me about this game is like I could break it down as much as I want to, um, but at the end of the day, I just say it's a fun ass fucking game, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys would agree, right? I agree. I, I do feel the fun is more magnified when you're playing multiplayer. Yeah. You're playing even just like two player online, you know, uh -huh. even that is fun. Just playing with a random person online and just going through the stages or playing with a friend. That's fun, too. You know, that's that's a lot of fun. I mean, Street Rage as a whole is, is just better with two people. You know, you can surely play by yourself, and and that's yeah. cool. But it's just something about just having someone with you to just like, you know, you know, beat all the um, enemies and and defeat mm -hmm. all the bosses and stuff, and you know, try to manage uh, the resources as far as you know, picking up lives or, or uh, money and stuff like that. That that's always that's the best part of Shooter Age, in my opinion. And four player online mode, 
um, you know, when we tried it through remote play, man, it, that was almost like times 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah foreplay mode, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was definitely so much fun. I, and I would agree, like, uh, like I said, I think I think it gets that part right, and that's um, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is you never want to play something and you're just bored, right? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then you don't want to play it. So it's it's a simple equation, you know. Make it fun, and I think it'll always be fun. And I think it has um, you know, the the most important factor of a beat 'em up is replayability because most beat 'em ups are like, you know, especially the older Genesis ones or the older you know, older ones from the '80s and '90s. They're generally like an hour and a half long, an hour long, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes faster if you're really, really good at them. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is like, this is a perfect game for that. I mean, you have all these characters, you have all these different modes and, you know, you have like, oh, is it a arcade mode where you just have one life? Um, I mean, the only thing I would say uh, is that I feel like there are some enemies that will definitely have you spike in your controller into the ground. <laughs> um specifically the the character the girls that throw the uh the chemicals i yes, just want to play hero dude oh my god oh my god dude i, I so many mania runs like uh-huh. i would do arcade mode mania and like i would play perfectly you get up to them and then lose like three or four lives and i'm like yeah i don't i don't care anymore <laughs> like <laughs> i don't care i'm just upset but i mean like uh just overall it's fun and um honestly that's what you want though right like it's a mania mode and i, I remember i saw some people you know, on Twitter, kind of complaining that Mania mode was too hard, and I'm like, well, it's it's Mania mode. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, even in yeah. two is very difficult. You know. Yeah, I, I still think Mania two is the the hardest Mania mode of all. Like Mania two is ridiculous. You got Donovan's <laughs> like a Akuma walk speed and like <laughs> this anti airing you at every second. Like, uh, but but yeah, um, I think that like this game's difficulty is like it'll make it fun for everybody if you play on easy or normal. Yeah. hard i think every i think it has the the perfect balance for like you know your level of skill to, mm-hmm. to play which adds to like the fun factor right so yeah, yeah. even like the small like things that they added to the game like for example um like i really like the fact that you can um throw items and then catch them if they bounce oh off. yeah or exactly. you can like throw um or, or catch uh like the grenades or like bottles from like those margaret's uh-huh. girls and then just like throwing back to them i think that's like so 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 dope it's so fulfilling just to like throw a pipe at the enemy over and over again just ding, uh-huh. ding, ding, until it like you know disintegrates or you know have like a group of like those margaret's throwing <laughs> bottles at you all at once yeah. and you could just catch all of them and throw them, throw, throw them back at her you know or them that's like so so good i had one moment um that blew my mind because I, I I didn't see it coming. And it's when I threw a pipe at somebody and then that character fucking caught it and threw it back at me. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, dude. I was yeah. like, I was like, what the fuck? They can catch it too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some instances where like, yeah, they can catch it and throw it back. It's crazy, man. Like I have a clip of like the Donovans, like you throw mm-hmm. them uh like like a pipe at them while they're like facing another way and then they could catch it without even like quote unquote seeing the pipe coming at them yeah magnetized pretty much man if they make a streets of rage 5 donovan has to be the final boss that guy is such an asshole yeah like (laughs) he's the worst people complain about galcia with the knife have you ever had a combo counter where it was like 
two, three hundred like hits, and then like a random Donovan just comes and snipes you really fast and breaks your comp. Like, I think it's worse, man. He used to be the head of the syndicate going into Streets of Rage 5, man. Just make him the final boss. I'm sick of Donovan. Yeah, he came up. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. Uh, yeah, as we uh, round out this uh, review, impression, uh, trip down memory lane, um, I really felt like it was important to share our connections and how we felt about the series as a whole. Because it's like, games like this are so subjective, right? Like, we could talk about it all day and we say that we love it, but there's obviously people out there that feel differently about this game. And anything that has a really big connection towards nostalgia typically has that capability of splitting the fan base in that way, right? Um, But I have to say, like, this game has been taken overall very, very well across a lot of people, right? Uh, Reviews have been great. Um, Most people are singing its praises. And the people that are complaining about it, um, you know, they have a different attachment to the series as a whole. You know, they're coming from a different place. And you can even understand where they're coming from. But in my opinion, for me, this is the most fun I've had with this type of game. I've played a lot of beat-em-ups. I've played a lot of, like, uh, I guess, like, indie beat-em-ups on Steam Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I have not been satisfied playing those types of games as much, nowhere near as much as I've been with Streets of Rage 4. Um, yeah, satisfying, fun game that you could play with friends. It's it's perfect for some of us when we need a break from fighting games and we want to do something else. Because, you know, we do other things than fighting games, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, right? I think yeah, we so. did other things before fighting games. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and, this, and these types of things, when we get a dip into this stuff, it really speaks to... Um, how much fun we used to have as kids and where it's very simple, but it can be complex. Um, and yeah, man, again, it's just overall fun. And, uh, I just want to say for sure, like, it's been like really, really, um, great experience having you guys tell me all your stories, you know, cause that's the, that's the most thing that I was interested in is hearing about how you guys came to have knowledge in this game, how you guys felt about it and the connections that you guys had. Um, yeah, I want to say thank you for that, for you guys coming over and uh, expressing that with me. Oh, no problem, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, anytime I can talk about Streets of Rage, <laughs> so I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, overall, great game. Um, I think we can all pretty much say it's it's fun. It's worth your time. Uh, get it if you can. Uh, yeah, it's like twenty dollars. It's not even like that expensive. Like twenty, twenty-two dollars or so. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion, it's worth it. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of replay replayability. Play it with your friends. Stream it. Have fun. Don't be afraid of sucking at it. You know, there's plenty of videos getting out there. You guys check that out. Um, but yeah, overall, recommended. Highly, highly recommended, folks. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna end up closing this out here. Um, we had a great conversation. And again, thank you guys for joining me. Um, Rome streams a lot on uh, what's your Twitch channel, Rome? Oh, it's uh, just my name, Rome underscore himself. That is uh, my Twitch channel. Rome's been streaming tournaments lately, uh, getting on the mic for Bodega Classics, and uh, a very consistent streamer. So check him out when you can. A real cool dude, and I'm happy he came by. And also, 
Desmond KOF. Uh, Desmond, what's your Twitch? It's Desmond underscore KOF, all lowercase letters. Yeah, and actually, um, I've been enjoying a lot of the other than fighting game stuff that you've been putting up to, and I think a lot of people have been checking that out as well. Um, just a really good group of guys. Um, these two dudes have been streaming a lot of good stuff, fighting games, what have you. Um, yeah, please check them out. And uh, this will round out this review. I hope you guys enjoyed it and thanks for the time that you took to listen to this whole entire podcast uh but we'll catch you guys later uh maybe we'll do another review of something else and uh yeah you guys have a good evening good night uh we'll catch you soon with the next episode thank you peace